Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of The Writer's Mindset with me, Christina Adams. The other day, I woke up and I wasn't sure I'd be able to get out of bed. My joints ached, my brain was tired and everything felt heavy. Such is the life of someone with chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. When I was first diagnosed five years ago, I saw many stories of people with similar conditions, and they all had one thing in common. They said that their pain got worse, and as a result, their life was over. I refuse to let that be me. Despite my diagnoses, I publish four or five books a year, edit weekly podcast episodes, and write weekly blog posts. It's not just my tenacity that gets me through, but that probably does help. You see, there are things we can do to become happier, healthier, and more productive writers. Unfortunately, a lot of productivity advice is ableist, neurotypical, and frankly, kind of thin. Drink more water, they say. Do some cardio, they say. Get up at 4 a.m., they say. Bugger that. That kind of advice hasn't made the blindest bit of difference to me. You know what has? Understanding how and why different things affect my mind and body so that I can make informed choices about how to manage my current health issues and prevent any future ones. When my health conditions flare up, I find it a lot harder to write, which is why I've been doing my own research to find out how and why things like exercise, nutrition, and mindfulness impact my mind and body. I'm a firm believer that the main thing that stops most people is themselves. The other thing that gets in people's way? A lack of knowledge. It can be hard to know where to look, though. That's why I'm going to combine everything I found out about being a healthier, more productive writer since I published Productivity for Writers in 2017, and I'm going to turn all of that information into a bonus podcast series. I'm delving into my research and bringing you the advice and techniques that have helped me improve my chronic pain, fatigue, depression, anxiety, and ADHD so that I can write thousands of words every We're going to explore ways you can adopt healthy habits to improve your mental health, physical health, and health span so that you can write and publish as much as you want. Do I have all the answers? No. You may know some stuff that I don't. I don't claim to be perfect. But I am here to support you, to guide you, to point you in the right direction so that you, too, can work with your mind and body to become happier, healthier, more resilient, and more productive. Being told to do something without understanding how it could benefit us why it can make such a difference to our quality of life it's a bit like being put into a car and told to drive it when you've never driven one before you need to understand at least the basics to get moving so we'll explore some basics and we'll look at some other more complicated aspects and theories too but we'll explore those things in a simple easy to understand way if you're looking for something verbose and academic in style this probably isn't for you we may be referencing studies but we're not talking like we're in class here When you see examples and understand the impact of new habits, it's easier to stick to them because you can visualize what the end result could look like for you. It gives you hope. Quite often, when writers get stuck, it has nothing to do with misbehaving characters. It could be that they're not sleeping properly, their brain is foggy, or they're stressed out about their day job. All these things affect our writing in ways we often don't consider. Our minds and bodies do many things to protect us from making us fatigued to creating pain. That's because emotional and physical pain are processed in the same part of the brain, the amygdala. So is it really a surprise when anxiety comes with a side of stomach cramps or depression with a headache? There are lifestyle changes we can make to mitigate these things and how they impact our writing so that we can do more today, be even more productive tomorrow, 
And these things compound over time to make us our truly best selves. I'm going to take you on a journey of self-discovering to help you find ways to become even more productive, resilient, and healthy. It's all too easy to fall into bad habits and feel demotivated. But whatever your age or health situation, there are things you can do to take back control. The brain is neuroplastic, which means it continues to grow and adapt throughout our lives. We don't always consciously train it as we get older, but we can, and we should. Taking control of this neuroplasticity means we can experience negative events differently, adopt healthier habits, and even learn to enjoy things we once hated, like editing or exercise. Is it always easy? No, not in the slightest. But I started down this path because I had nothing left to lose. I could barely get out of bed. I couldn't think clearly enough to work. And I thought my life was over at 29. I'd hate for you to get into that situation too. Even if you take away just one of the tips from this series, it can make a massive difference to your quality of life. You don't have to start big. Sometimes small steps are all you need to start seeing and feeling the difference. Sometimes it takes hours, sometimes days, sometimes weeks. But once you adopt one healthy habit, it's easier to pick up the next and the next and the next until you feel like a completely different person. After a while, that snowball becomes an avalanche, covering over the negativity of your past and giving you a blank slate to start over with. I'm not a doctor or a psychologist, but I am someone who's obsessed with improving her health span and quality of life, which has led to a lot of research over the last two years. And now I want to share those learnings with you. Because I refuse to believe we should ever give away the power or control over our own lives. A happy writer is a productive writer, whether your definition of productive is 10,000 words a day or 10,000 words a year. Whatever's getting in your way, I'm here to help you explore it and look after yourself better while you do it. If you're already a patron, keep an eye out for the next episode. It'll be all about the link between physical and emotional pain in the brain and how you can use that to reprogram your brain so that you can do more more writing, more publishing, more marketing, more of whatever you want to do in your life. We'll be releasing new episodes roughly every fortnight to give you time to digest what's in each episode and do any activities included. I highly recommend you do do the activities before moving on because they are designed to help you. And also check out our references and do your own research because the more you understand the information that we share, the easier it will be for you to work with your mind and body, not fight against it. If you're not yet a patron of the Writer's Mindset podcast, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash Writer's Mindset. We've already got bonus content on other aspects of life as a writer for you to check out while you wait for the next episode. We also release new podcast episodes early for patrons to enjoy. And patrons get to submit questions for upcoming guests and suggest areas you'd like us to cover in a bonus series. I'm really excited to share these techniques with you because they're genuinely things that have changed my life. Without the techniques in these upcoming episodes, I wouldn't be blogging, podcasting, and I probably wouldn't be publishing my books either. I have every faith that you can join me on this journey and come out stronger too. Look after yourself, be kind to yourself, keep writing, and I will see you very soon.